are we trying to create like an all-star team for the chargers right now like is, is that like yeah. we're like really going through like all these people that we want this is like our dream dream <laughs> dream team right now i'm like okay yeah. let's make this happen baby this is like okay like uh we can well yeah got, we got to do what we got to do to be able to get a win you know yeah, get, get right. a super bowl man i mean yeah. you got to think of like the rams and <laughs> yeah. what they're doing man right. i mean they're creating all-star teams yeah, and yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, they make midseason acquisitions a lot, and um, yeah, they, they do what they got to do to get to Super Bowls. You yeah, know, exactly. So, yeah. You know, one yeah. of the interesting ones they've done too is uh, getting a picking up Eric Weddle just for the playoff yeah. run. Yeah, right? that's really wild. I was like, and, oh, that came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, holy smokes. Yeah, he was retired right for what a couple of years, and and he and he steps out for just that short period of time. Yeah, just to come back and get a ring. You know, yeah, exactly. Bolt Bros, here rolling. we go. Bolt Bros, let's go. Woo! <laughs> another episode for you here we want to talk about the free agents uh that are available um on the outside we already talked a little bit about the our side uh of who's available and now we want to talk about who we might want to pick up uh from other teams and bring them over to to the to los angeles and uh bring us to the super bowl this year um and i guess i should say too like a a lot of my criteria for players that i want to pick up um for in the free agency are like younger uh obviously like maybe anyone from like 25 uh, year old range maybe on their like uh like second maybe third year contract or something um yep. like uh, that's kind of where like I'm, I'm looking for for my players and like you know someone who has good experience and like in as proven to do well um and uh and actually has massive upside potential for us to actually kind of stick with us for a while so that way yep. maybe we can start to you know, you know, get that play the uh, solid playoff runs and, and get in there a lot more. So yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I guess I guess I'll start us off here. Um, and just throw out uh, who somebody I think that we should probably pick up. Um, like so, I really like uh, DJ Jones as a d- defensive tackle for San Francisco. Yeah. Um, he actually he actually had a huge year for San Francisco. And um, I really feel like it would be really good for us to pick him up because, uh, I mean, say we did pick up somebody in the draft, someone who's new and young. Uh, we just need someone who, like, actually knows that position really well and actually can actually help the other pl- person play better. Like, see, you know, yeah. to, to be a mentor with him uh, and actually give him more pointers and stuff like that and how to actually play in the league. Because, obviously, college ball versus the pros is a whole nother level and like it's much faster yep. paced um and all these players are the pros you know um yeah and, and like we've talked about before you, you can any given sunday you can win or lose doesn't matter if it, the team is you know you know has a below 200 winning record right now or even yep. for the past couple of seasons you know um yep. and so I, I just i feel like you know that dj jones like uh he has a lot of potential and a lot more room to grow. Um, I, and I don't know if they're going to want to pick him up. Uh, I haven't done too much research on who they want on their side, but I would love to see uh, Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco actually try and go after them. Uh, yeah. It may, may at least just have a conversation there, you know, like let's see, yeah. see what they can do. Uh, yeah. And I think you can get him pretty cheap too, right? I don't yeah, think he, possible, yeah. 
you know, he, he's not as, as proven as other players, right? Yeah. But I think he did a good job for the Niners. Yeah. Um, one guy I like is uh, this guy from um, the Jets, Paul Anarui Futsasaki. Yeah. I mean, that dude's just huge, man. He's just a big guy. He's always been healthy. Um, and uh, he, basically his whole point is he, he, he stops the run, right? I think our biggest – off-season need right now, especially if we don't sign Linville Joseph, right? Which, yeah. you know, we basically know why Linville Joseph couldn't stop the runs because they double-teamed him every time. Yeah. And uh, they just pushed him out of the way. Gobbled him but, up. Yeah, exactly, right? So if we don't pick a, you know, if we don't pick a nice, you know, defensive lineman in the draft, you know, Fukasaki could be really good. Um, yep. And he could be a good, you know, pro, uh, you know, player, that could be a nice compliment to Limbo Joseph if we re-sign him again, which I think we will. I think we'll re-sign Limbo Joseph. I don't think he'll let him go. Yeah. Um, you know, Brandon Staley speaks very highly of him. Now, I, I guess the question is, though, I mean, he has paid, what, $8 million a year, right? So are we going to be able to really re-sign him again for another $8 million? And that's a lot of money. And he's getting older, too. So, right. yeah. you know, maybe you get a guy like Fukasaki. Am I saying that right? Fatakasi? Fatakasi? <laughs> Anyway, anyway, yeah. you get my point. And um, but look, I mean, the, the guy had a lot of pressures. He did a good job stopping the run, and that's what we really need, right? Yep. So yep. that'd be one of my initial picks. Yep. Well, and the one thing too, we always got to consider Justin Jones too. So I mean, he might yep. be coming back, and he's yep. a lot younger of a guy too. And, yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of my thing is though is is age at the defensive tackle position. I always feel like when you're starting to get into the 33, 34 you know, range, I think that's kind of when you start going out. It, it makes me go back to Jamal Williams, yeah. and he was in his mid-30s, and that's kind of when his body was just done. And that's when he kind of had to step away. I mean, I do still, and once again, I do think of a guy who we could go after who is in that kind of 32, 33 range mm-hmm. um, for maybe a two-year kind of situation because I don't see that position as like a long-term sign kind mm-hmm. of position. I look at it as like a two-year type position for us. Okay. And, and and I think about that just for bigger contracts that we have to sign for. But I, I think Akeem Hicks is another guy we have to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I mean, the thing with him, too, I mean, Brandon Staley was there in Chicago, too, as a linebacker coach. So maybe there's some some sort of continuity there that they maybe know each other there from, you know, the Chicago days that he was there. Um, I mean, the thing about Akeem Hicks, he's an absolute beast. He's a good, solid, solid player. He gets over about 60 yeah, – he's about almost like 60% over uh, defensive stat, snaps uh, every game. So he's he's always on the field kind of thing. Um, he gets sacks too. I mean, not saying that's necessary, but it's, it's something that definitely has needed for – uh, penetration in the middle part of the line. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I feel like we haven't had anybody in the defensive line for a very long time that have really done it well. Jerry Tillery has some flashes every now and then, um, but I think Akeem Hicks could be a good signing for us. Good veteran, like depth Absolutely. signing. Now, I feel we're still going to draft some defensive tackles at some point in the first yeah. three rounds. Right. Yep. Um, but I think he would be a phenomenal upgrade for us in the middle of the field. Even if you put Justin Jones next to him too, I think he'd be phenomenal also mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yep. So that's where my first, first thought is. And in going back to DJ Jones, just to even kind of talk about him. Yeah. He was actually the highest in the league percentage for run stopping percentage, the highest in the league. There so it was almost about 50% of the time he was the one that would make the stop. And so he was at 48%, basically the highest, run stop 
win rate as a defensive tackle. So that's pretty big that's to huge. think about. Yeah. Um, and I mean, he was only getting paid $3.4 million. He's 27 years old. Yeah. I mean, he could, he's, he's a young guy that has a lot of, you know, potential ahead of him. So I think DJ Jones would be a great one. And, and now I don't know where he's going to be right. signed and right. what kind of money he's asking for, but right. I think that's a great one too. Well, so yeah. I think uh, he looks a lot like Linville Joseph too. I mean, almost exactly. I mean, it looks spitting image. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep. Well, you know, and I just kind of went into that one a little bit more too while you guys were talking and you know and listening as well. Uh, but yeah, San Francisco has they're struggling on their cap space for this year yeah, as well. Exactly. But, but then again, yep. like so Jimmy Garoppolo though, I mean he he's gone. Like they're you know he's, yep. he's basically he's gonna yeah, yep. yeah he, he wants to play somewhere else or like you know they want to like they want to cut ties with him. So that's gonna like really uh, free up a ton of cap space for them for that this year. Um, but yeah, so I didn't realize that about, uh, DJ Jones. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that'd be huge, I think. And, yep. you know, I agree. Uh, you know, one that I kind of like a little bit of a dark horse pick, and I don't know that it's super necessary, but what about the honey badger, Tyron Matthews, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, um, you know, obviously a rivalry team Yeah. and he's getting a little older, but you could sign him for a couple of years, right? Yeah. The only reason why I kind of like that one as a, a thought is you got Derwin James, mm-hmm. and what if you put Tyron Matthew next to him? Yeah. Talk yeah. about putting a lid on it. Right. It, you know, <laughs> that would just be nasty, right? Like, it would be. You, you would not, you, yeah, you would not have the, the pass, right? You would take away a big part of, you know, the deep pass, 100 percent, right? You know, uh, I mean, look look at our division alone, right? I mean, Derek Carr didn't throw the ball deep against the Chargers. Yeah. Um, Mahomes obviously tried, didn't do a great job, but he would he would be we would be making the, the Chiefs a bit one dimensional. Yeah. If you could completely stop the deep pass, mm-hmm. and then all we have to do is force and stop the run, right? Yeah. Yep. And we we increase our defensive tackles, but he would be a I like him in that regard because. You know, the, the the two deep backs are just going to be absolutely solid, and they're good tacklers. Yeah. So that's another one too. But he's going to want a lot of money, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see how much money he would ask for. In fact, I'm not even sure how much he gets paid now. But um, yeah, you know, I, th- I think he's definitely got- looking up for like a, a pretty big contract, uh, no matter where he goes, because he was he was amazing out there. Like, oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, you know, we're going to get rid of Brian Bulaga has gone. That's going to free up ten million dollars in cap yeah. space. Yep. You know, we could probably signed Tyra Matthew to a two or three year contract pretty uh-huh. pretty easily. Yeah. Um I don't know. Yep. That's what's like Yeah, that would be pretty good too. You know, I, I think it would be interesting to be able to really shore up that backfield more. But I mean I it, it's funny to me and I know we've t- chatted about this in previous videos with about a having a really solid C B one or cornerback one. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to really go to the top, you got to go to J.C. Jackson out of out of the Patriots. Yep. I mean, yep. I mean that guy is an absolute stud. Once again, an undrafted guy that just gets developed yep. from the Patriots, yeah. and Bill Belichick figure out a way to be able to develop these guys. Yeah. And I mean, that guy is all over the field. He's had mm-hmm. a couple phenomenal good years and everything. I mean, he, the thing about him is that you're probably going to be in a hundred million dollar base contract with that guy. Oof. Like. <laughs> It's a lot to look at. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to look at. But, man, just think of the nastiness adding, if you were to say, if we've got Honey Badger, too. Yeah. And then you got J.C. Jackson on top of that. 
I mean, our backfield would be ridiculous. Now, yeah. once again, are we putting a lot of money in a position that, you know, we kind of need to work on the front end of our defense, not the back end of our defense, too. But I, it would be phenomenal to watch J.C. Jackson out on that field with Derwin James, too. Uh, you got Michael Davis. You got Asante Samuel Jr. I mean, that would be really, really fun to watch. It would be a yeah, very, absolutely. very fun backfield. I mean, you wouldn't want to throw on us. And, I mean, mind you, if you say Mahomes, you know, he'll throw the ball on us. I mean, for sure. I mean, if you think about if Aaron Rodgers is going to come to the Broncos, which everybody that thinks is a Broncos fan <laughs> thinks that's going to happen, mm-hmm. he's going to be throwing the ball on us too. So, yeah. who knows? Who knows, man? Who yeah. knows? But that's one and, one guy and, that and, kind of came to mind. You know, one of the thoughts that I had too is, what, what you know, with uh, the Raiders hiring Josh McDaniels, mm-hmm. what if they go after Garoppolo, right? You already talked about Garoppolo right. earlier. Yeah. You know, they could go get him. Yeah. Um, you know, apparently – Carr says he really likes what Josh McDaniels is doing. That's what he said, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yep. But you got to really wonder, Josh McDaniels fell apart really bad at Denver, and I think he may do it his way and walk in there and, and, and cut some heads off sure. and, uh, and make, make some major changes. So mm-hmm. it could be interesting to see what happens yep. uh, at the Raiders as well in that regard. Right. So I, yep. I was, you know, uh, J.C. Jackson was definitely also on my list as well. I would love, absolutely love to see him uh, play for us as well. Um, I I think it would be absolutely worth it for him to like to get a huge contract from us. Um, I don't know, maybe I don't like you said. I don't know how much he he's wanting to get paid. Uh, but we absolutely do need a ball hawk out there like that. You know, yeah. so someone yeah. who just grab that ball. You know, just take it away because Duran James is like he can be as well. Uh, and he's yeah. moving around that field all the time and stuff like that. You know, so like that would be huge. But uh yeah money badger like uh or is it honey badger yeah that's a mon- honey money badger. money badger was badgley so you know yeah yeah yeah, badgley. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get, your badgley's, or get your badgers right get, you yeah know? damn badgers <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah but he would be amazing too because obviously if we're gonna play against uh yeah. expect to play against um uh, mahomes at least three times a year because like you know when we get to the playoffs we're gonna have to play him again probably you know um like that would be huge too, because obviously he's been with uh, Mahomes for a while, and so he knows how he works, and like knows how you know, and kind of figures him out. He's he's got him, he's got his number. I hope so. Um, I would actually like to see some like uh, practice footage of like uh, of them kind of going at it, and like and see how many times he's maybe like picked him off and like practice and stuff, because um, that would be really really impressive for me too. Uh, yeah. So I would say uh, if. What depending on our situation with uh, wide receivers goes, I would actually like to see Alan Lazard from the the Green Bay Packers yeah. uh, come our way as well. Um, and I and I, I like that pick as well, um, also because you know, Green Bay is also struggling as far as salary caps goes. Um, they're way over. Yeah, they're way over budget, and you know they got to make a lot of moves, and so he's probably not going to be able to stick with Green Bay. Um, and he, I feel like, is a, another Mike Williams type of player, um, really good for like those those deep threats and those big plays. And like, um, he could actually have. I feel like he has a ton of upside potential uh, that he can be able to actually make those uh, potentially be another future franchise player to potentially replace Keenan Allen eventually, uh, yeah. because he, I think, he does have that potential. Uh, it just t- kind of matters. It depends on uh, what, uh, how he performs, you know, in another scheme. You know, like I mean, uh, 
Thump. Obviously, he did well with uh, Aaron Rodgers as uh, you know the league MVP. Uh, you know, thrown to him, and I think if we had Justin Herbert thrown to him, he would also just elevate even more. You know, so yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I think that would be a really good pickup. So. Yeah. You know, and I'll say this about Justin Herbert, too. I think you put any wide receiver, any tight end, any running back out there, he's going to make him better. Yeah. I mean, yep. think about his first season, right? He yeah. had a horrible line. They ranked the worst line in the league. Right. And they obviously improved a ton, uh, which is through free agency. Um, and, and I would say this. I, I think he'll make any wide receiver look good, right? Yeah. So. Um, that's sort of the argument, you know, around, you know, uh, any wide receiver probably you could, you could plug and play yep. and do fairly well with. Exactly. Yep. Um, another person I thought about, you could probably get pretty cheap. Um, one of Brandon Staley's pedigree would be uh, Sebastian Joseph Day from the Rams. Mm. Yep. Um, okay. He was out, I think he suffered a torn muscle on like week seven. Okay. And he yep. was out, uh, you know, for most of the season. But you could probably get him cheap. Because we all know the Rams are way over cap. They're going to struggle. They're going to have to dump people pretty quick. Um, there's no chance they can sign. I mean, Von Miller, you know, the list goes on and on. They're yeah. going to lose a lot of players here pretty yeah. shortly. But yep. uh, but I think Sebastian Joseph Day, you could probably get him fairly inexpensively, sure. probably sign for a $3 or $4 million contract. Yeah. Um, and and get some some additional depth, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe third down, fourth down type of guy, you know, um, you know, uh, I think he's an easy, simple pickup. Plus, he knows Brandon Staley's defense, right? He's been playing it ever since he showed up for the Rams. Right. Yeah, I think it's a good pickup. And, and once again, continuity. You know, you need to have those guys that understand the defense. I mean, the yeah. defense that's basically being run with the Rams is the defense that's basically being run by, by the Chargers. So, yeah, I think that could be a great, great pickup, too. I don't really know where his, his – dollar figure is going to be at and what he's going to ask for um but i think that's a good point i think it's a very very good point to be able to pick him up Mm -hmm. i think it'll be good um i think he is activated also for super bowl too so he is going to play um in the super bowl so yeah i'll keep my eyes Um, on him then for sure out in the field yeah yeah he'd be good you know and going back to even to one of the other guys that i was thinking about and, and i'm thinking for the wide receiver position, we don't know what's going on with Mike Williams. And, he, yep. you know, he's probably going to be getting some other offers somewhere else. And, you know, who knows where his figure is going to be at and everything. It's going to be probably pretty high. But, you know, one of the guy that I think about, one of the guys that's listed as a free agency that's – and to me, I want a receiver that's kind of like a yards after catch kind of guy. Yeah. And yeah. so – because, I mean, I feel really strongly we lack that very hard on our team. And, you look, Keenan Allen gets open. That's great. I, I want to see those guys. I want to see that Cooper Cup. I want to see that Devontae Adams. Yeah. I want to see that guy that we could just go out there and just, like, get him the ball in his hands and he could make, make plays happen. Yeah. Um, my mind goes to Chris Godwin from the Bucks, yeah. And so he was, he was the sixth-ranked <clears throat> wide receiver in the league. Guess who was number five? Austin Eckler. Yeah. Well, why was Austin Eckler number five? Well, it's because he was thrown out in the flat, so he usually was kind of a one-on-one situation yeah. to create yards after catch. But if we start looking at other receivers, I mean, I think Mike Williams was 14th in the AFC for yards after catch, but not in like not in the top 20 of the of the league. So we need to find that guy that could create more yards after the catch, and we have a quarterback that could do that. Yeah, and so absolutely. I think that if we had Chris Godwin, 
I think he'd be a phenomenal guy right. to to be able to add to this team and just to take that offense to another level if we lose Mike Williams because once again right. we got a lot of money to spend right. but we only have so much that we could spend on the players that are going to leave so you got to think of all the guys that might ask for big contracts mm-hmm. Mike Williams Nuwasu yeah. I mean once again one of these guys could be franchised too so True. yeah so. But Chris Godwin's the first guy I think of as a wide receiver that I'd love to see. That yards after catch, to me, I think we really, really need that somewhere on absolutely. our team outside of Austin Eckler. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say about uh, Andrew talking about Justin Herbert um, looking at uh, getting receivers. Is like a lot of times, like I think Chris Godwin would be great. Um, I just I worry that he would be too expensive for us. Uh, yep. yep. And... Uh, and I think the the bigger the argument would be is like, look, Justin Herbert's going to make any wide receiver look amazing out there, um, yeah. and and so just like honestly, because I feel like Justin Herbert could be a Tom Brady level quarterback um, if we if we yeah. like get him the team that he needs um, and Brandon Staley needs, we could have a dynasty on our hands here. Um, and you're looking back, I'm like. Honestly, I don't remember Tom Brady actually having many, like, legendary wide receivers out there. I mean, he did have Randy Moss but uh, for a while, but they, they didn't win a championship with him. Um, like, that was it was really unfortunate. I thought Randy Moss would have loved uh, – he, he's yeah, a good enough – got one. Yeah, he should have got one yeah. with him. But, uh, you know what? Uh, Eli Manning played spoilers on that, what, that one, baby. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I, I, I think – I, I I struggle to think that it would be really difficult to have, you know, both Keelan Allen and Chris Godwin on you know, out there. Um, but that would be absolutely epic, you know? Um and yeah. by the way, like I was just thinking about this too, is like are we trying to create like an all star team for the Chargers right now? Like is, is that like yeah. we're like really going through like all these people that we want. This is like our dream dream <laughs> dream team right now i'm like okay yeah. let's make this happen baby this is like okay like uh we can well yeah got, we got to do what we got to do to be able to get a win you know yeah, get, get right. a super bowl man i mean yeah. you got to think of like the rams and <laughs> yeah. what they're doing man right. i mean they're creating all-star teams yeah, and yeah. yeah you know i mean they make mid-season acquisitions a lot and um yeah they, they do what they got to do to get super bowls you yeah. know exactly so, yeah. you know one of the interesting ones they've done too is uh getting a picking up Eric Weddle just for the playoff yeah. run. Yeah, right? that's really wild. I was like, and, oh, that came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, holy smokes. Yeah, he was retired, right, for, what, a couple of years, and, and he and he steps out for just that short period of time yeah. just to come back and get a ring, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, isn't that a, isn't that a quarterback's hard. dream to be able to be on the couch and all of a sudden get right. thrown in the playoffs? Just Let's just get just yeah. straight to the playoffs. Let's yeah, yeah. through the no, 17 okay, games. Okay, cool. I don't need to play the 17 yep. games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right to the playoffs. Yeah. Get to the Super Bowl. All right, I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what a dream. Yeah. He, he basically just said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to let it all hang out because this is this is going to be my last game, right? So why yeah. not? You know? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. That's uh, the way to yeah, do it, man. I, I think one other guy we could go after um, – is uh, Brandon Shira from uh, Washington, or now the yeah. Commanders, I should say, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. He's a, the commies. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the commies. Commies, yeah. Oh, that's, that's what they, they said. If, you, if you're their... a player for the team, you're a commie. You're a commie, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. Oh, yeah. No, uh, but, you know, like, again, like, what if we don't sign a Bushi, you know, uh, you know but he's someone that would shore up that right side, right? And I think – you know, he, he was a all-pro guard, mm-hmm. um, football guard, and he was a captain for Washington as well, too. Yep. He's a little older, 
But, you know, he yeah. could be a guy that could step in for a short period of time, maybe two or three years, yeah. and short that line. Yeah. And, um, you know, but, but again, I think I think that one really is more dependent on uh, whether Bushi comes back or not, because sure. I, I really like him a little more. Yeah. Um, of course, he's a bit injury prone at this point, too. So, yeah. but, uh, but Sheriff might be one we want to look at as well, too. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he actually was the highest run block win rate as a guard too in the league. Nice. Seventy seven percent win rate. So yeah. I mean that would be pretty great to be able to have him on that side. Yeah. And he's from what I remember, he is pretty reliable as a as a uh, a guard too. So he's he's yeah. usually very healthy and everything too. So yeah. yeah. That would be that would be a really good pickup too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and, and again, even if you have him as a guard and you don't have we, we for whatever reason we don't get a right tackle. Um, yep. you know, at least running the ball that direction to the right mm-hmm. side to give us a few more yards, right? Um, yep. So I think that would be a good pickup. I, again, you know, I don't know what, what he would ask for, probably quite a lot being a veteran. But, um, yep. you know, um, I, I, again, the Because tra- <laughs> I know you brought up somebody from the uh, Green Bay Packers and, uh, and one other guy that I was thinking about. And I, I still feel very strongly we need to focus on the linebacking core at some level. Because I think I know I, exactly I just, who you're gonna you're gonna say right now too. To, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we need to be able to focus on that level, and and I'm thinking even we we struck gold with Casey Hayward some years back yeah. too yeah. Um, from them, and picking off players that Green Bay Packers for some reason don't re-sign or or just let them walk, which tends to be a pretty common theme with them, but. I would say uh, Devondre Campbell. Yep. Um, He's on my list he... too. So hey man, hey, quit reading my list. No man, no, I wasn't leaving no list. Hey, hey you peek it. I didn't see no, no peeks. Here. No peeks. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe just that one hey, time. Man. Maybe that one time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the thing that's interesting about him, I mean, he was a second-ranked linebacker in the league with a eighty-four point three. Uh, pro football focus grade. So, yeah. I mean, he was very, very solid um, as a linebacker. Now, mind you, one thing, too, his tackling grade was at 86.4, and it was the fifth straight mark over 75 for him. Yeah. So five years in a row he's been over 75 as a linebacker. Right. I don't think any linebacker on our team, maybe Kaiser White, which I'd have to check on that, might have yeah. got close to that. But yeah. he's basically a pretty sure guy. On the tackling side of things, which I feel that there was a lot of times where missed tackles, trying to arm tackle dudes, yeah. we were not doing very good in that position. Yeah. Interesting thing that Pro, Fo- Pro Football Focus projects that his contract's a two-year, $6.5 million contract. I don't think that's possible. Mm. But I think that he's going to be one of those guys that they're going to try to go after yeah. Um, yeah. that I think a lot of teams will want to go after. So, yeah. I mean, what's not to say a two-year – 14 15 million dollar contract sounds good with him with a good amount of guarantees well i mean maybe even in a 10 million year type of contract might be there i don't know but i think that's one of those guys if we want to even maybe have that continuity of finding gold from from uh, green bay packers yeah i think he'd be a great pickup for us for sure yeah, and you know I really liked him as well because um, he had you know really good numbers for pass rushing and run stopping obviously, but yep. also he was great great for turnovers. Um, he had yep. a couple he had a couple picks and a couple forced fumbles, um, yep. and that just just creating those opportunities for us to be able to get Justin Herbert back on the field will be phenomenal for us like in many yep. regards you know, um, yeah and so like. I, I think I actually kind of targeted Green Bay a lot for uh, players yeah. to come our way, to be honest, as well, just like you did. And yep. um, and so, yeah, 
But I was going to say this, though, too. Going back, thinking about Green Bay as well. Actually, I wanted to address a comment that we got from one of our videos. Uh, yeah. uh, one of the comments that we got was that he was saying um, that he doesn't think that the um, Aaron Rodgers will come to the AFC West because uh, it's just way too tough of a division, and it would be harder for him to guarantee getting into the playoffs every year. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so. It's. I think it'd be more feasible, and I think he he said um, that maybe uh, he'll go to the Niners um, as opposed yeah. to yeah. So that that could be a better division. It's still going to be NFC for him. Um, he already knows the teams there in that division. Um, so it's a very possible thing. Um, so I'm I'm fingers crossed on that. I'd I'd much rather play against uh, Garoppolo at Denver. Oh yeah. Than, than yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers at at Denver. Thousand percent, so, you know. Yeah. Well, right? you bring up a really good point, right? What, what if he goes to Tampa Bay? Right. Right. Oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong, you know. Yeah. Um, he step in that role. He knows the NFC super well. Yeah. He understands the division a hundred percent, right? So yeah, you know, it really is interesting to think about. Um, you know, one of the guy I thought about, uh, I just uh, this way this was going way down the list. Okay. Another offensive tackle, Dennis Kelly from uh, the Titans. Nice. Uh, he's a pretty, you know, with Brian Bulaga out, you know, he might not be a bad person that could step in yeah. um, on the right side. And he, he's a veteran from the Titans. Obviously, you know, the Titans, they love to run the ball. They want some big nasties on the front line, right? And, and this guy looks big nasty. He's got long hair. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best looking dude. He can crack a mirror when he looks at go. it. But I tell you what, <laughs> you know. Damn, I mean, dude. Hey. I mean, this guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy. Wait. I mean, to his face, I'll tell you that much right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I swear, he, he keeps people off uh, Justin Herbert for sure, man. I mean, yeah. he is 6'8 yeah. and yeah. just crazy. I like that. But, you know, they can probably get him for three or four million dollars pretty yeah. easy. I mean, yeah. cheaper than what they got Belaga for, right? So, so you know, I, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, maybe wrapping this up, you know, when I think about the draft or when I think about free agency, I think there's a lot of people we could go after. You know, and you know, you know, James, you said this before, right? You know, it's going to be an interesting offseason, right? Because I think we have a lot of players we can go get. Yeah. Again, I still think we're going to address the defensive side more than anything, mm-hmm. but yeah. they still need to make sure that right side is shorn up, right? Yes. You know, we Bushi yeah. side and get a nice right tackle, mm-hmm. get a couple more linemen from for the depth in the draft. I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know. There's a lot of players out there, and we yeah. got a ton of money to spend. Yeah. Okay. I guess my last thought would be: Is Spanos going to start spending money this year? Right. Yeah. I, I always one of one of the things that I've always been frustrated with him as an owner. He's he, we never get close to the salary cap. We mm-hmm. always have a lot of money left over. Mm-hmm. And again, just like baseball, you got You got to spend money to to, to win, right? Yeah. And yep. um, I don't think there's a better time for it to happen than right now. Yeah. You know, with the with the a stud, uh, a stud manager, a, you know, an absolute, yeah, amazing quarterback. Yeah, uh, it's it's time to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yep, I yeah. agree, man. This, this is a great time to be able to make that move to be able to really show that we're a a legitimate franchise. Yeah. Um, to really try to go after those championships. And you know, as interesting fact, I just kind of pulled up a little bit on uh, Dennis Kelly. I mean, he had 305 snaps played. He only had two penalties and one sack allowed all season. So he's crazy. Yep. He's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, and his rating is at uh, 70.4, which is 
in the green, which is, you know, at a very elite base level. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, the, the thing is, though, this is going to be a fun offseason. I keep repeating that so much because yeah. I think this is one of the very first times that in a very long time that Telesco's actually got money to spend. Now, it's going to be okay. interesting to see how this goes. And, and yeah. in, you know, it makes you think, what if they did have some money in midseason where they would be able to do some sort of trade, yeah. too? Because, once again, we really rarely try to acquire players midseason. They always yeah. have the mentality of the next man up kind of mentality. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see where it all leads. I mean, I think we have some of these players that we chatted about. If we're able to get them in, it's going to elevate us to a whole new level. Yeah. And I think it'll be – It'll be fun, man. It'll yeah. be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And I'll say like this last year we got Andre Roberts and we got Dustin Hopkins, right? That helped us yeah. out immensely. Yeah. Special yeah. Teams. Yep. And it was interesting to see what they use with Andre Roberts for next year too, right? He should yeah. be coming back. I would think, you know, you you could use him as like a Debo Samuel type of guy, right? Yeah. Put him in the yep. put him in the back, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. You know, put him he, as the second run, running back right there, just make him kind of a scat back with the Austin Eckler. So, you know, make the yep. defense you know be on their heels the entire time. Right. You know, I think yep. there's a lot of things they could do with him. I think they could not really integrate him into the wide receiving core after, you know, just coming in midseason. I think there was just nothing else they could do with him. Yeah. But um, it will be interesting to see what they do with him next yeah. year. I think they could they could do some pretty unique things with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I just really feel like that um, we really do need to actually elevate our own game and like our uh, team like kind of buying ability and stuff like that 100% because. Sure. One of the biggest things that I've kind I, I've always felt like that that there really is minor league teams in the major leagues of football as well. You know, like I mean, sure. and that very well could be like all of us teams like the Chargers, the Lions, the Browns, the Bengals, who've never won a Super Bowl. You know, yep. Um, yep. of course that's yet to be determined. Obviously, like you know, obviously. Sorry, people. Hint, hint. This is recorded before the Super Bowl. I don't know how. how... <laughs> Pre-Super Bowl. Pre-Super yeah. Bowl. So, like, uh, let's say. Yeah. I mean, I fingers crossed that the Bengals win. I'm always rooting for the underdog. So, yep. Um, but like, I really just feel like. I mean, the Rams. Their whole game plan was just trying to get the Super Bowl as fast as possible, because yep. uh, realistically, the the only team that has brought a Super Bowl to L.A. was the Raiders, and yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I, I keep telling people at work, you know, they're uh, they're all Rams fans and stuff. And I was like, well, here we go. If the Rams win. This is this is Rams house, you know, like. And, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, well, guess what? I mean, you still got to win three to actually uh, be the uh, beat the Raiders fans out of here. So, yeah. Right. Right, um, right. So I would love to see like, you know, the Rams if if the Rams do win. Great. OK, cool. You got your win. Let's get our win next year. Like okay, fine. I don't care if it's, if it's not a home game or whatever, but let's just make this yeah. happen, you know. Um, let's elevate yeah. ourselves out of the minor leagues in football and into the yeah. majors and make us real strong players. Because we talk about the NFC East. I want to just wrap it up real quick. Talk about the NFC East being the NFC least a lot because right now yeah. they're just kind of a terrible division. However, all of their teams have won a Super Bowl. They're the first division to get that in their history books that you know they are the, they have all four teams won a super bowl at least one i think the average is about two whatever like you know two or three or something yep um uh, but and you know if the Bengals win then they're gonna be the next team that actually has all four teams winning a super bowl so yep. uh so that'll be pretty interesting to see and uh you know and i hope that you know the chargers if we win then then we're now on that list as well 
And so yep. I'm look I'm really looking forward to that happening, you know, um, in our lifetime for for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if they, if they if they do get to the Super Bowl next year, it's here in Arizona where I'm at. Oh, so that'll be that amazing, would be huh? awesome. Yes. That would be awesome. That'd to be amazing. See. So, amazing. Yes. Yeah, yes. but. I'm looking forward to it, man. Good off season. It's going to be a good, good, fun season to be able to see where we get to. I mean, off seasons are where championship and enthusiasm continues for fans because they think we got this new guy. This guy's going to elevate us to this level. But mm-hmm. I think the Chargers aren't very far off. Yeah. And if they yeah. do the right moves, if Tom Telesco, Brand Staley, make the right moves through the free agencies, that's step one, and then the draft. I think we could really get to that level because I'm. I think we're really, really close to elite. Very close to an elite franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. One last thing I would say too is, and it's hard to keep this in mind that this is also first-time head coaches for a lot of the coaches mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. for the Chargers, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. think of Joe Lombardi. He's been like you know offensive line coach, you know quarterbacks coach, all this and that, right? He's the first year really calling NFL games, right? So. Yeah. You know, I think there were some there were some things behind the scenes that uh, you know probably affected some wins as well too, right? But yep. you know, the one thing I will say though, I think they built a really great um, uh, team culture. And I will say this: one thing about LA, LA likes winners, right? Yep. Absolutely. So what happens once the Rams, if they do, if they were to win this Super Bowl, they have to cut most of their players. I, they just can't afford them, right? So they're yep. going to lose. Yeah, uh, a, a good majority of the players they probably will not be as competitive next year. Yep. And so let's see where the Chargers end up. Oh wow, yeah. the Chargers are great all of a sudden. Oh, actually, I kind of like the Bolts too. Let's cheer for the Bolts, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the LA fans we know are fickle, right? They yeah. like they like winners. And and Brandon Staley and Justin Herbert play a very um, marketable brand of football. It's exciting Definitely. to watch. Every game is interesting. Every game is through the roof exciting. And, and Kyle, you and I were at that uh, Chargers Steelers game. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. I, yep. I literally had to check my my pulse. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. My, my, oh, yeah, I was so like, hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy, but yeah. but again, to your point, James, we're close, and I think yeah. I really think with Telesco and Brandon Staley this year, this off season. They'll put together a, a better team. Yeah. And uh look, if we if we don't miss if we don't make the playoffs next year, it is a huge, huge yeah. disappointment. Yeah. Huge you know, disappointment. Yeah. You know, we should have made it this year. Yeah. I mean, let's just say yeah. we should have. Yeah. But this next year, you know, uh I you know, we've got to make the playoffs. And I and I think we have everything we need to make it happen. Yeah. You know, and one last little point I was just thinking about here, and I think we keep saying last points and we continue to keep having points, but uh, <laughs> I don't know how many last points we've already said, but <laughs> but um, one thing that I always think about is when a young team gets into the playoffs, say, as an example, the Bengals, yeah. I always think, no, they're not going to get to the Super Bowl because they have to learn how to lose to be able to win. Yeah. And they got to the Super Bowl and they figured it out and they they had a pretty tough road to get to this point and they made it happen and I, I think this is one of the first times in a very very long time that I've seen a young team second year quarterback 
get to the Super Bowl and win it. I think the last time that it, it, I think it was a weird stat that it was like two quarterbacks that were second year quarterbacks that ended up getting to the Super Bowl or whatever yeah. were named Joe. So it was Joe uh, Montana and Joe uh, Namath that got to the Super Bowls. And, Joe and now Byron? you got Joe Burrow. Joe Byron. Joe Byron. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's kind of going to be an interesting thing. A young team that actually went from like a losing last year to basically winning or at least in the Super Bowl to be determined if they do win the Super Bowl. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying next year Chargers haven't been to the, to the playoffs with Joe, Joe. Joe. Man, I got Joe stuck in my head. Justin <laughs> Herbert. Um, so – I think there's a great chance that if we really build that right elite-based team, we could be that team that yeah. gets to the Super Bowl next year. And I would love yeah. to see that in my lifetime that they win one. You know, yeah. please, please, please. Uh, you know, I will get that Trump's tramp stamp tattoo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and that actually brings me to my last point. Thanks for watching, guys. Uh, you know, yeah, please uh, uh, share, like, like the video, uh, subscribe. We got a lot more of this stuff coming. Uh, you know, we got all we're on all the social medias. Uh, you know, just kind of you know, share. You know, get up up on there. TikTok, Instagram, obviously here on YouTube, uh, and we're on all the podcasts. Uh, you know, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, you name it, we're all there. Um, we'd love to hear from you anywhere. Just uh, we're always open to conversation. Just uh, uh, send us a message. And guess what, guys? Bolt Bros, here we go. Bolt Bros, Bolt Bros. we out. <laughs> <laughs>